0: Yo yo, what's going on, guys? Is the volume gonna moon this weekend or what? Last weekend sucked. Actually, last weekend is what like made it seem like we're going off a cliff, and this week's been rough. So hopefully we see some volume pick up. It's a little bit up the past couple of days, but up from an awful low. So yeah. Hopefully that's what happens. Dippies ran. So those went to 0.55 or 0.56, which was great to see considering, uh, they were called here on the podcast. So if any of you guys picked them up nicely done, I sold at 0.54 just cause I like taking my doubles, my double profits, uh, on these I'll look to make a play after reveal, um, so yeah let me get it on the real thing here we had some soul profits yesterday both from the call on balloonsville and the call on the six rings so that was really cool too um let me get these other guys in here yo 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 what's up guys so yo so check it out we actually had some decent plays the past couple of days we had the dippies play which was actually called on the podcast here talked about at point two ish and we all bought like right then and uh i sold at 0.54 we're at 0.495 obviously reveals here in a few hours i might try to flip some rares later and then we had the six rings too did any of you guys cop
1: the six rings the soul meant yesterday no, i did not I didn't buy on the mint, but I wound up. So, what they did was they cut the supply in half because nobody was minting it. Um, And it was looking horrible. So, I honestly wasn't even looking at it. And then, one of our, rather, two of our members I saw were talking about it in our NFT chat. So, I looked at it and I saw that the volume was insane. So, I grabbed one at three. And then they shot up to five, then shot back down to four, then shot. It just was going crazy. I'm, it wasn't, like, any crazy profit, but I made a quick little, like, 20-minute flip, so that was cool. Um, they're sitting at, like, 3.2 right now. Nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully people sold, too. They were they were easy double up, I'd say, close to it. I guess at some points it was, wasn't it?
1: Yep, for sure. I saw a couple of guys were flipping them in our chat, which was awesome. Yeah.
0: Nothing like flipping soul projects, because it's...
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: a lot of them will, will pump like that, exactly, and then retrace a bit. So, Dippies, I think they're really cool. Not sure they're going to go up anymore before the reveal. They could. What do we have, 6 p.m. Eastern or something? I think 8 p.m. Eastern. Wow, so it's still oh, about eight hours. Oh, is it
2: McKay? I may have the wrong time.
0: What's that? I thought 6.30 this morning. Oh, McKay's, oh, cool. McKay's saying he thinks 6.30?
3: this morning it said 6:30 i think okay well regardless we've got
0: a few hours play at this point i don't think i'd be buying play would be post reveal look at volume look at if they look really cool and uh try to maybe get some rares but not set on that play it's not it's nothing like invisible friends doodles any of those big projects where you just have a ton of hype so we'll see what happens with dippies not not married to the project but i do think there is some potential there um we've got a lot of music music influencers in the project uh
2: last night snoop Dogg got in and then um steve aoki sweep the floor yeah diplo
0: a, uh, diplo too yeah wait yeah wait, who's so, the other guy the other dj uh dylan francis dylan francis yeah residency at, in vegas i think is that guy yeah
2: so these guys are in it the interesting thing is that like big crypto guys are not really in it from my understanding um, at least what I was able to see, but yeah, I mean, Steve Aoki does have a pretty good influence. I think he is, his buy-in probably pushed the floor up to its high of like 0. 0.6 last night. Um, so yeah, I'm probably looking to exit before reveal. We'll maybe scoop one up if they hit like 0. 0.25, 0. 0.3. I think that's totally reasonable for them to go after reveal. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my plan.
0: Cool. Let's get off dippies. Do you guys want to talk? about the uh, volume we've seen. I I introduced with the volume, um, taking an uptick here. i I'm basically just hoping that we get an explosion this weekend. I mean, historically, weekends have been pretty solid, but the past couple, I just feel like have been kind of lackluster. Last weekend totally. sucked. Last weekend was really bad. That's like um, what made me feel like super bad about the market. <laughs> so if you look at the charts that I had
2: linked, Um, The daily volume is obviously quite a bit of a low, but if you look at the monthly, we obviously had that huge blow off top in August um, that everyone, or yeah, I believe that's August I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we had sort of a retrace uh, into the months of uh, like December and then January, we had that massive blow off top, obviously retrace now in February a bit. Um, March is expected to be even lower than February at this point. Um, so I think we see, like, maybe two or three more months of, like, lower volume and then another sort of blow-off event. Maybe, what is it, March? So I'm, I'm looking, like, a couple, like, three months out, perhaps, like, June. Mm-hmm. I think that could be, like, a huge month, like, May-June time frame. I think that's big. But in the meantime, I think we, we experience, like, lower periods of volume like we have been um just just as like the market kind of figures itself out uh all of that notwithstanding, of course like any worldwide conflict if that were to take place um all bets are off in that situation but just looking at the monthly it feels like that pattern can totally repeat itself especially if march uh is, is gonna is gonna be as low as we think it
0: will be yeah look at our our weekends here back we had a great weekend february 12th and 13th then fell off a cliff went up a little bit the weekend after that and now we've just gone sh- really just straight down and hopefully the past two day volume a little bit of uptick from the previous two days uh we'll see what happens today so far we're at what 37 million it looks like yeah yesterday was 74 million the day prior 73 and we'll see Ho- hopefully a huge weekend we need one like mid-february so totally well,
3: the last time we were as low as yesterday's volume and the day before was december which is crazy I, we never got that low uh, yeah
0: december 2021 yeah, 2021 yeah 2021 and pretty bad through until the day after christmas then it kind of wow
3: up. like aiden said even just said something about the market like finding itself um, I think there's something to be said. I, I feel like sometimes I get the feeling that we're correcting towards where the market should go, which is towards more established projects and teams like Huxley um, and, and obviously a ton of others. But like then I look today at the top mints over the last 24 hours, and it's just the most derivative projects. It's like Azuki Ape MFers. And but just there's the most-
0: no mints. What do you think is going to be minting? What's going to be the top mint?
3: yeah i'm just saying people i guess people are just minting just to well have a, something to mint i a mean top
0: mint could be a trash project but if it's the best of the trash it's gonna be the top mint you see what i'm saying i mean t- there's got to be something minting there's got to be something that's top minted and and that could be a it could be flaming piles of turds if the next you know top mints can be anything at this point I think he's more saying
2: that it's like discouraging to see people like actually buying into these crap projects. Just pouring money into oh, shit of projects. course, yeah. that
0: that's been happening, and that's why I've said like I can't wait till this bullshit stops because that's when we're gonna start to actually see a real market. Right yeah. now, it's trash. You have people spending seventy million dollars on Pixelmon. I mean, it, th- this is gonna, this is that's how it, this ends. It ended. It'll end this market when people stop buying all this bullshit and like i said you are gonna actually have to have a real team like huxley like book games like Board apes like a real team and a, or a real company a big company uh but yeah they're still doing that bullshit so yeah we're still in this early stage of where people are just throwing darts and hoping it goes 10x um i don't think that's gonna that, that's the, that hasn't stopped and won't stop so but I would, but that's why I don't buy those shitty projects. I don't even read about them. I don't even look at them. Yeah. People bring up projects, and I'm like, no, I have no idea. Don't even care. Like, and that's where you—that's where everybody needs to get to. Uh, I saw our collaborators talking about people dislike gambling and stuff, and it's like, yeah, a lot of this shit is just gambling. And the sooner that people look at it as you know, this is real money that they're throwing 0.1, 0.2 ETH at shit they hope runs. I mean, you could say that at some point, hopefully, projects like Dippies, people won't be buying those at 0.2. They won't even be 0.2. So, yeah, that will come. When? Who knows? Somebody brought up Yaku Corp. Yaku, um, because they're having their capsule knit, um tomorrow. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm following this one closely. I'm a big fan of this project. Right. It's there. Uh, it's like they're second out of three mints for their universe that they're building. Mm-hmm. Um, so the capsule is essentially like a storage for your bikes, for your avatars. Um, and people are super hyped about them. Um, they're introducing this crazy staking mechanism, which, uh, if you hold both bikes and capsules, you actually get early access to, which is cool. Um, and then when their third mint comes out, the avatars, if you hold the bike and the capsule, you get whitelists for that. Um, and based on the bike mint from a couple weeks ago, these won't make it to public. So right. that's kind of what's driving a lot of the demand behind these. Um, but even at the end of that, there's so much to look forward to just because, you know, they're promising a lot. And I think if they deliver on it, we're looking at potentially a blue chip in the space. I mean, And it, it looks good, too. like when are you going to be able to
0: like you can't play yeah it says playable version coming soon but like it looks like they have some great stuff going on it's on unreal engine 5 too
1: yep Hmm. yeah they don't have a date i don't believe now for the avatars um but there was only a three week gap between bikes and capsules i don't know if that means that we'll have avatars in three weeks but you know could mean that they're well on development they te- they keep teasing the stuff and it looks great people are like super stoked for all of it.
0: Yeah I remember following this project a lot more closely before this before the bike mint and everything I don't remember what I where I found it or anything but yeah they definitely have a huge team behind this um, Speaking of soul stuff balloonsville. Do you want to go over their tokenomics?
1: Yeah, I can I can talk a bit about that. So, Balloonsville, as, as many of us know, um, was kind of like the most infamous rug of Solana history, I guess we could call it. Um, and, and they've really come back in such a major way just from uh, Magic Eden taking them over. Um, and they've gotten so much attention and so much volume that their liquidity pool... If you look at that graphic I sent. Yeah, I linked it is, for everyone is too. It's $300,000, which is a lot for a sole project. I, I haven't seen anything like that personally. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a lot of utility behind the token. Um, there's obviously the monetary value. Um, that's it's pretty good. Um, they have what they're calling balloon homes coming out. Um, and those are going to cost $300. Their, their token's called AIR. So it's going to cost 300 air. Um, there's only 3,000 of those that will be made. And every time you buy one, the cost of building it is going to go up. So it kind of drives that value of the coin or the token a little bit more. Huh. Um, they've got engines coming out. Air. They, they just got a lot of utility in on the horizon for it. Right. Um, and this reminds me of, which project was it that did this? Mindfolk? I don't know too much about Mindfolk. It was a different... I forget what... It was one of the bigger ones, but there was a ton of different utility for the token itself. It it might be EGOS, and their token uh, is, I want to say, like 90 cents to a dollar right now, Um, which for something like this is is pretty high. Right. Um, So, and then you have the just usual staking that people love that drives a project's demand. So I'm excited for these. I actually, I bought back in. I got a pretty good one. That was pretty undervalued on the floor like an hour ago i got a rainbow rare oh nice um, yeah and we're and at like
0: six of... soul floor or something
1: yeah so we saw it pump up to nine i believe last night mm-hmm. when they made the announcement they actually have a big twitter space at i to. i think it's six p.m later so i'm hoping that pushes it up a little bit but i don't know i i think with such a famous project now and all this money behind it it's a recipe for success I really like
2: them. Seems like it could be blue chip especially with the way that they're building this kind of ecosystem, right? Like they're obviously paying a lot of attention to the tokenomics and people the market in general seems to be paying attention to what they're doing. So, I like it. I haven't invested really like in aftermarket soul plays, but this might be the first one I actually decide to go in on. It seems like the team is is solid enough to where like Adam said it's really not that big of a risk.
0: Yeah, with Magic Eden behind them, they have plenty of funding.
2: And there's a ton of market liquidity, too. Like, that's always my concern whenever I'm buying soul stuff. Is like, can I sell this and get out of it if I need to?
0: It seems like with a project like this, you really can. And they look cool. So you got that. And they are cool. Yeah, they, they are cool, unique. You can definitely put them as a profile picture, and people will know, hey, they got that project that was a rug and now is cool. So I like it. I, I don't, yeah. I, I like buying even at, at six ish to be honest compared to some of the other projects that are like 10 15. So, um, I think it's got some room, some upside.
1: Yeah. in in terms of the floor, I, I honestly see it going one of two ways. Um, it's either down or so up. The staking hasn't, it, well, both up, <laughs> okay. but in two, in two different ways. Okay. So the staking hasn't actually started yet. Right. I don't know off the top of my head when it starts. Um, but, so route one, I think people are going to sell into the news of staking starting and we'll see the floor dip, but I think it's just going to get bought right back up and then boom. Um, so that's route one. Route two, I think, is the staking is going to prove to be so strong that we might not even see that typical dip and then moonshot. So I really like these. Moral of the story.
2: Awesome. Bullish. I know one of our collaborators has been all over this project like in potential flips which is uh-huh. cool because typically don't cover that in uh, those types of flips but prev plug and let's get bread have been all over this so
0: pretty dope yeah yo the backup you come in every day asking for an invite I mean at this point I, I we have a we have a wait list um, on our website I'll link it but um yeah just join the wait list. I go through once a week and look at what's on there. and Yeah, that's your best bet right now. We'll do a public restock sometime this month, though. Thanks for coming in here, though, every day. Uh, Let's go over the Russian... Or not the Russian, Ukraine stuff. Because yesterday they said they were not doing an airdrop, but they are doing NFTs. And uh, we kind of missed that whole thing. But anyways, are they just going to do... Oh. That is so interesting. What does he mean when he says we do not have any plans to issue any fungible tokens?
2: Fungible? I, I would assume it means they're issuing non-fungible tokens, which, which is means, an NFT. Which is NFTs, yeah.
0: Wouldn't a fungible token be like a coin, right? like touchable? <laughs> yeah. Like, does he know what
2: he's saying? That's my I don't question. He's just using bud- buzzwords and getting a ton of engagement. <laughs>
0: we that. do not have any plans to issue any fungible tokens. Okay, so you're <laughs> not doing any uh, silver dollars? Like, huh. All right, well, they're doing NFTs. I don't have much more to say about that, to be honest. I, <laughs> I think it could do well. I mean, we'll have to obviously get some more
2: information about it. But I, th- I mean, there's so much buzz about Ukraine and Russia, obviously, because they're on the center stage right now. But also because, um, you know, there's a lot of support for the Ukrainian people during this time. So mm-hmm. I think a project like this, especially with, I would bet royalties are going to go to them and everything else, like, totally going to be a buy whenever it comes out. Um, but that, that was all I really had for that one. Just kind of interesting that they are yeah. venturing into a Web3 space like this.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't seem to really understand what he's saying, but maybe he does, and I don't know what I'm saying. So... Okay, let's get off of that because I don't know enough about it. OpenSea and MetaMask restrictions. Um, Yeah, I mean, not what you want to see, to be honest, if we're talking about decentralization. Um, You know, there'll be opportunities. Obviously, there's probably other extensions or something that is out there and they won't adhere to... U.S. sanctions, because they're not U.S.-based companies. Um, But, yeah, they they basically shut down on OpenSea anybody from Iran. And then Venezuela was shut off by MetaMask. Uh, Was MetaMask also shut off in Iran? Not yet. Oh, it was? Okay.
3: (laughs) I thought Garrett said it was yesterday.
0: Well, we're not going off that, so... Let's see.
2: Yesterday
3: Garrett said it was.
2: I know that they MetaMask announced, like MetaMask's parent company announced that like all those places that we have sanctions against Iran, North Korea, Cuba, Syria, and then mm-hmm. some, some uh areas in actually like Russian controlled Ukraine would be banned from using MetaMask. I believe they're like terminating people's accounts too. I don't know what that process looks like. But if they're just right. like eliminating the accounts that's awful for those people who have stuff in there like oh my god
0: yeah i think like for the sense of or for just for like i don't know for for saying why we're talking about this is just that everyone talks about how web 3 is decentralized and nobody can touch your nfts and blah 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 obviously that's not the case and we're finding out now um that's my takeaway from this so there will be opportunities in a free market for other, this this will create opportunities. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, obviously it's not gonna, it's not going to do much for our NFTs or even cryptocurrency plays right now, but just some kind of kind of big news. Cause you see what, how it isn't actually completely decentralized at all. So. Oh, no. okay. Okay. This one hurts. Uh, this one we're talking about drifter shoots and his collection. For those of you that don't know is where my vans are, um, or go, which one is it? Go my vans go. So this one sucks because I really wanted to buy the project and I bought a mutant ape, a second mutant. And I was like the day after I was like, shit, I totally forgot that I wanted one of these. And they were like 25 Ethereum at the time. And now they're fifty-nine and it makes complete sense and I think they should go up to a hundred. But um yeah, he 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 was featured in Suthby's and what did it go for? Uh 95 ETH. 95 ETH. I think that's um undervalued by a ton. Uh there's
2: one for fifty-nine on the floor, and then the next is like sixty-five
0: for his normal collection. Yeah, and this so this is really interesting, and I've noticed I started looking at this months ago. I think it was 117 at the time, but obviously we're at 118 items. Uh, I think there's like he can auction off one more according to him saying there's 119 iconic images. Um, have Have you noticed like how he has one more that he can put in the collection according to the description? Yeah. So he's smart. He, it's too bad he doesn't have two to be honest because – once he does the one it's done uh I always like even when I'm buying NFTs I like getting two um because in this case you know he'll have one and it's like does he do it when his floor is here or does he do it when his floor is like literally I mean I think it'll be 100 150 so kind of interesting and also like is the image he just did for Sotheby's a part of the collection or does it even matter type thing that was my question.
2: Is it like a one of one in its own collection or right. is it part
0: of it? I didn't see it. Let's there was see. no sale logged on OpenSea
2: obviously cuz it wasn't transacted there, um but we'd have to trace it and figure out like where it's
0: actually going. It doesn't look like whatever it takes is a name of one of his photos. Um but it actually doesn't matter because none of these have names, so they're just numbered. Yeah more than 10x it's high estimate i'm surprised they would how how is that 10x it's anyways that guy's cool um it's it's one of the projects that is in my mind one of the best projects to be in honestly i would rather have one of these i don't know obviously the floor is higher on board apes but these i think are just these are just i think have a lot more upside right now that's all i would say about that
2: i do too and this guy i mean he's super relevant in the space obviously the supply is far lower um people really enjoy these too and there there's a real artistic element to them um obviously because they're not like generative they're actually taken he actually went to these places which is just crazy to think about um but yeah i love this project i think they're really cool
0: we were talking about or i had said to garrett or somebody like you know vans would probably never sponsor him and I'm sure they've had conversations of doing so just because they probably don't want to sponsor somebody who does something so risky with their life um yeah so it just wouldn't be a good a good look um yeah anyways let's get off of this guy really cool guy all that I think his project's amazing um do we have any other NFT stuff before we talk shoes? I would say again, NFT is just a quick recap for me on like what I'm looking at, what I'm doing. With this market being kind of bearish the past week, I've just focused on projects where their floors stayed steady or even risen. Um, so I, w- I was watching Invisible Friends closely because I did very well flipping rares, but I still do have one. And I just noticed that they would not go below 5.5. And it kind of seemed like they were just kind of accumulating there. And they have risen the past 12 hours or so, about an uh, about one ETH. So I watched that one closely. Clone X had a nice bump. Obviously, they're just constantly doing something. They have the most resources of anybody by far with, with Nike acquiring them. Your Wonder Pals, your Star Catchers, projects like that the dented feels whatever those are projects that in my opinion are just you don't even pay attention to those um i know some of you might have them but yeah i would that's not a project i I would want to be in in this type of environment right now um and then you guys all know that book games and huxley i'm i'm bullish on and they they've gone up in this this market so um three landers did have a run and it was based on i guess the campfire stuff and then they came right back down which yeah it's tough to see because they're really cool but at the same time kind of um no real roadmap or anything that i know of so um what are you guys doing in in this market where we're really kind of like skittish to say the least unsure i'm just hanging on to the
2: projects i have um you know, these low volume situations, it doesn't make sense to try to compete with other people and, and list stuff in collections that aren't aren't selling at the same velocity from before. Um, but that, that being said, I'm also not really buying right now. I think yeah. when we see yeah. this, these large spikes in volume, we'll be able to get back into projects that we like that maybe we were sitting on the sidelines for for a bit um, when that volume is kind of confirmed. So we know that, you know, we have the ability to sell if we want to do so. Uh, but until then, I, I'm kind of just waiting. Dippies were an interesting play for me, normally one that I wouldn't take uh, on such a whim, but yeah. they felt really yeah. undervalued when we when we kind of uh, discovered them on the podcast, uh, for lack of a better word. So I decided to do that, and that actually turned out pretty nicely. Uh, but besides that, you know, not looking to buy any other new projects, um, kind of just st- sitting on ETH, trying to stack it if I can, uh, make some offers on some stuff if I feel like it's low enough. Uh, But, yeah, not really not playing as aggressively as I would be in a bull market for sure.
0: Yeah. And V friends actually up too. I I forgot to mention that another project in these, you know, times that are uncertain. There's uncertainty in the market. It's one that's gone up. And, you know, that's what that's what I like to see. Um, I would love to have a V one. He's Gary V is basically saying that in the next couple days, you're gonna see why these are so undervalued. He's great at creating FOMO, and so I've got FOMO for these. Uh, not sure I'll I'll make an entry though. Um, they're expensive to say the least. So, um, but yeah, again, another another project. I guess it goes hand in hand with book games. But and is there anything else NFT related that we want to cover while we're kind of at the NFT section ending section here? I don't think there was. Yeah, nothing else Nothing else for me. Cool. I think we touched
2: all the soul stuff too.
0: Yeah, let's um quickly go over shoes. Yeah. They're making a um, comeback. I feel it. Feel it. At breakfast, yeah. I was like, dude, I think there's going to be a huge resurgence in shoes. People are going to be going out like crazy. They're going to be going out six days a week. They've been so sick and tired of sitting at home and stuff. So at least I have. Um, let's go into your New Balances that you bought it yesterday, McKay.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, um, um John new, new Balances. We saw them released last week on jown's site. Um, I, we've already talked about these on the podcast uh, when they had released last week, but we've you know kind of came to the consensus that they're a great hold. Prices right now are fine, and prices should remain strong. I think anywhere between three fifty and four fifty is reasonable for. Um. Really, any size. Um. I, I'm holding. I I hit nine pairs total. I'm gonna hold all of them. I'm gonna keep one pair to wear because I think they're sweet. The quality's great on them. Um. There's like no John branding, which I assume there would be branding, but I guess New Balance's thing is kind of with these John collaborations has really always been go with a unique color that you can only buy if it's a John collaboration and forget about the branding i think that's kind of what sold the shoes in the past as well if you look at the past collaborations they're all just cool navy colors or cool cream colors that go really well together um so that's it for the jowns they're sweet they're gonna continue to do well then we have static 700s dropping tomorrow um this is kind of a more speculative play what's happening is we have Yeezy's dropping on Monday and so there's a lot of guys not even running for the Yeezy's tomorrow because they're saving resources for Monday which I understand um on the statics tomorrow prices are like 330 to 380 um with a retail of 300 I think it's going to be kind of tight this is obviously a restock from several years ago the shoe itself is great my concern is this $300 price point because we had seen 700 v3s released in the past at 240 and so i'm gonna run tomorrow but and and the rumors the stock is low if for some reason stock is high and i'm hitting like several pairs which is unrealistic my plan with that is to just is to just sell um yeah that's that's all i have
0: cool yeah i mean my personally i've been like just any shoes i get my hands on i i don't bought but any shoes i do get my hands on i just have been keeping them because i'm waiting for for this spring and summer and yeah all all these shoes recently that have been a go have been solid i i don't like that the 700s or 300 bucks retail but
3: me, me either
0: that'll uh it just makes it like you know you could hold uh, there's just other shoes are cheaper to hold or Personally, I I hold a ton of vinyls, and I could hold 10 vinyls um, and make better profit. But, you know, these are fine. I'll probably flip them quickly so I don't have to hold them on these 300s if I get any.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Anything else?
0: Uh, That's the three sneakers, and I really don't have anything before the weekend.
3: That's all I've got. Yeah. Good Thank luck on
0: weekend, yeah good luck on anything you guys are doing with Yakus Dippies or any other plays you guys are making um yeah we'll be back on Monday thanks for the weekend
1: good luck on everything
0: guys cool.